Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Level Up, the esports and gaming show with me, Nathan Bliss, esports and gaming writer at Reach PLC. Ahead of the launch of FIFA 22, I spoke to Sam Rivera, the lead gameplay producer at EA Sports, to discuss the new gameplay features that fans can look forward to in FIFA 22, including hypermotion technology, improved ball physics, a skill gap, and much, much more. Enjoy! A fantastic presentation for, for all of us. Some really exciting things that you announced in there uh, in regards to hypermotion, machine learning player humanization, explosive sprints, uh, etc. There's loads of different features within that as well. What is your favorite? I, I'm going to say it's it's not a feature. It's the technology itself, hypermotion. It really changes the game. It's a, it's a fresh experience. You want to switch the field, you get a new animation for the pass. Then you get a new ball trajectory. Then you get a new fluid uh, ball control animation with multi-touches. And the positioning is completely different, and uh, and then sometimes yeah you can do uh, you can switch the field more more often in a more authentic way, and then you need to do chance creation. You have more options with customizing your attacking tactics, and then uh, you, you you need to find some space. You do the explosive sprint. It's just in general the goal. One of the goals that we had with hyper motion is to differentiate the game to make sure it's a fresh experience. So more than going to one single feature, I think I would go to the thing as a whole because you, you see it uh, and uh, you, you, you feel it when you start playing and you see it with the new animations as well. So I would keep it as the hypermotion technology, uh, what, I, what, I, what I enjoyed, the, the, the fresh feeling when playing people. And it, do you think this is the best gameplay as a, as a video game franchise that FIFA's ever produced? Definitely. I think uh, for years, we really wanted to have this type of technology in the game. It takes time to develop it, but at the same time that we, that we were implementing machine learning, for example, in the game that took, takes years, uh, the technology for the Exxon suits is also developing. So now in FIFA 22, we finally have real football in FIFA through Exxon suits, uh, not as uh, optical mocap. It's still good, but it's not going to give you the real thing. Um, so now we have the real thing, and we also have very powerful computers learning from that data and creating animation on the go. There's just so much potential. So I, and then and then those things allows us to put so many things, as you mentioned, like the, the air battles and the humanizing players and all these things that, yes, I can tell you is the game that we always wanted to, 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 to develop. Is is uh is is uh by far the most authentic, the most responsive game that we've created. I must say, seeing that chip pass across the field, like switching the field of play, and then just watching the curl as it as the ball curled around, I just I love that. I think that looks so so cool and so realistic, and it's something I've never seen in a FIFA game before. And like the backspin on like a, a drilled floor pass is really really cool. And I suppose that's something that Hypermotion has allowed you to do. Exactly. So. Basically, 
what what I, I actually captured that video of the of the love pass when I was talking about ball physics. Yeah. Because I, I really want the people to experience that feeling when you have that pass, but it's it's hard to show in a video. So I'm glad that it's passing through. It's something that you experience, you feel it right away. Uh so it's so um so yeah, that that that's a very important change. Uh, and this feature specific, the new ball physics, this is something that is also available in the gen in the sorry in gen four in the older generation of consoles. Yeah. So this is a this this is not tied to hypermotion. Okay. Uh, but hypermotion does a lot of other things that combine with these features, ball physics, the new goalkeeper, and other things. Then the, the entire experience is is is, is better basically. Yeah. And you talk about next gen consoles and current gen consoles. I mean, when the next gen consoles came around, you must have been beaming like the extra power that you're going to be able to use with that. Um, just how much has that helped you with with FIFA 22 and being able to push the boundaries in terms of what you can achieve? Super exciting times for us, like mm -hmm. having a, a generation transition. It's one of the best times for us because we can go big. And uh, as I mentioned in the presentation, we were reaching that ceiling with with, with Gen 4. Uh, but now uh, we can expand on machine learning and 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 the the future of animation capture. What's next and all these things? Now we have more power that allows us to to do cool stuff in the game. So uh, hypermotion comes with a lot of a lot of potential. Just combining these technologies, it's it's huge uh, for us. And just on gameplay as well, obviously very interesting in the whole rest of the presentation. But for me and for a lot of FIFA players, gameplay is is the thing. If you get the gameplay right, then you're going to have a successful game. Just how aware are you and the team around you are of that fact? Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Very very aware. That's why we always start the presentation, the gameplay every yeah. year. The first thing we talk about. Uh, during the campaign is gameplay. Used to be EA play a little bit earlier in, in, yeah. in beginning of June. Gameplay, gameplay, gameplay. Hundred percent. We do a lot of, because we know gameplay has to be good. We do a lot of sessions with players. We send them the game. We ask them for feedback. So when the game releases, is in 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 very good shape. Now, there's problems that we can only find once. 10 million people are playing the game and well, they are competing and they're trying to do exploit mechanics, whatever. And whenever we know about them, we go and we try to, to fix all those issues. We have the community team just looking every day, okay, what's happening out there? Uh, what do we need to focus on? So lots of things that happen to make, uh, to, to make the game better. And I saw in the presentations that there was a moment, I think, where you mentioned it, but you, it was around the time when you were talking about the first time skill moves that you can do. And you said about how more skilled players will do that. And I think you said the word skill gap or the phrase skill gap uh, in there. Just how aware of you of creating that skill gap for more skilled players to be able to do more things, more advanced things that other players can't? That's a very good question. I mentioned at the beginning of the presentation about football depth. Yeah. And uh, one of the goals that we have, uh, of course, is to create a gameplay that is easy to play, hard to master. Mm. And the more you invest in it, the more you train yourself to get better at the different mechanics, the more successful you can be. So when we design features, we consider both things. We consider how, if I'm new to the game, I need to have fun. It's important. But if I'm going to go dedicate myself to get better and better, 
There has to be more. And there's a lot of things, uh, like even things that, for example, we introduced last year's the creative runs, which allows you to tell your players where exactly yeah. to go. That was huge for the game. Yeah. So that stays this year. And, uh, and that the intention was that, to give you more control. This year, we want to make sure that you, for example, as a defender, you don't just sprint to the, to, to the, to the dribbler because now you, the dribbler can just do explosive sprint and he times it, so he gets away. So there's yeah. a lot of things that, are, that we are trying to combine to make sure that the game is fun for both type of play, types of players. Uh, competitive settings, I did mention at the end, we are expanding them based on what the hardcore community wanted. Yeah. They want yeah. definitely skill gap. And they told us, look, there's these mechanics that are giving more assistance to players that maybe are not this good. So now we, we are aware of what mechanics are giving you assistance that in competitive mode is better to leave it to the user to expand uh, the gap in, in skill, as you mentioned. So it's very important for us. You mentioned the fine line there and with having 10 million people play the game, then you'll try and find out what's OP, what's not OP. How has esports helped with that over the last few years? Has esports helped you like with the ultra competitive players? Has that helped you realize things that maybe are a bit overpowered? And how has that helped with FIFA 22 as well? There's been a huge investment in features dedicated to, to the esports. And uh, as I mentioned before, the creative runs and all those things, those yeah. are the, the, the player lock feature that those are things that you only see at that level basically being used uh, properly. Uh, so, so this year we are also considering them. Uh, of course, we we have direct uh, conversations with a lot of them. We have a Discord channel where they provide all the things. Uh, for example, a few of the features are, are are meant for that. Like I mentioned already, competitive settings. That's exactly what's coming from them. Yeah, I did touch quickly on tackling and not getting the ball back. That's meant for fairness. Fairness is the pillar that comes directly from talking to the pro players. And we do a lot of things for fairness. We do a lot of improvements for to the referees, uh, to systems that in reality, a throw-in, for example, where the ball goes for a throw-in, sometimes it was not the best target. So you would lose the ball for a throw-in. That, that's not the skill that we're trying pro to promote. So, so we are making a lot of changes to... Uh, to make sure that that everyone is 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 happy, including the the esports side of things, um, and uh, there's a lot more. We heard about blocking. There's a lot of the big features as well, as well are inspiration from the feedback that we get from them. Like the goalkeeper, the goalkeeper for years we 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 want to create a more reliable system, and now it's finally there. We have better technology that allows us to do that. So big part of how we develop the game. Thanks for this time, Sam. I really appreciate it. And thanks again for the presentation. Can't wait to get my hands on it and, and play for myself. Thank, thank you for the good questions. Thank you.